Okay, welcome to another episode of the Startup Stack podcast, interviews with Sacramento startup founders and innovators. Today I'm with Arya Rashid from Tenkev, a clean tech startup here in Sacramento with a mission to democratize sustainable water and energy access. Welcome, Arya, and thanks for taking the time for this interview. Awesome. Thank you for having me. All right, so let's start out by having you introduce yourself. What's your background, and what is Tenkev all about, and how is Tenkev democratizing sustainable water and energy access? Sure. So, as you said, my name is Arya. Uh, the majority of my background is uh, in marketing. Um, I consider myself kind of a generalist in the marketing area. I mean, we do a lot of do a lot of film work uh, as well as web work, uh, as well as uh, content creation and, and just a lot of the PR work for Tenkiv. Um, Tenkiv's goal, as you said, uh, or our mission statement as such, is to democratize uh, sustainable water and energy access. Um, uh, mostly what we mean by that is uh, we're kind of focused on building sort of vertical integration for renewables, um, making a system uh, that can produce, you know, uh, clean water, uh, electricity, uh, heating, air conditioning, all with renewable energies and doing it more cost effectively than fossil fuels at any scale. So uh, that includes, you know, whether that's uh, for individuals uh, just uh, in a home or whether it's for uh, large infrastructure projects, uh, we think it's really important to make sure that that stuff uh, remains cost competitive with fossil fuels so that it can be accessible. So what are the origins of Tank? How long has it been? When did it start? And sure. I assume it started here locally in Sacramento? Yep, yep. Homegrown. Uh, almost the entire team, actually, uh, are uh, almost all of us are Sacramento natives. Um, one of the co-founders, uh, Zach Uhas, and uh, kind of uh, uh, the main engineer who, who came up with uh, some of our technologies, or the vast majority of our technologies, uh, born and raised here in Sacramento, um, and it kind of started off uh, actually with uh, a, a SMUD uh, competition that he entered uh, pretty early on. This is, you know, maybe f- maybe five years ago, six years ago now. Um, and uh, he ended up winning that competition, and he was given a, a, some grant uh, from SMUD, and that helped him kind of continue to develop the technology. Uh, long story short, uh, that technology, you know, moved through uh, uh, different prototype versions. Uh, me and, and people like Joe came along uh, and started working with the company. We officially incorporated in 2013, I believe, um, and now we're you know really gaining a lot of momentum. And the the mission has always been kind of the noble global game changing uh, mission that you've got today from the get go. Yeah, I mean it's definitely refined over time. Uh, but uh, at, at its core, the, I think the mission has, has always been uh, to essentially make renewables cost competitive for, with fossil fuels so that we can, it can be easily distributed uh, uh, throughout society. All right. So you've currently got a Kickstarter campaign going to raise money for the tank of Nexus that addresses clean water crisis. Um, first of all, maybe talk about the Nexus a little bit and then talk about how that Kickstarter campaign is going. Sure. Um, so the Ten Cube Nexus is the name we give uh, to the system that we've designed. Uh, what's unique about that system, like I said before, uh, in reference to uh, vertical integration for renewables, what we mean by that is that this this one system that we've designed can handle energy acquisition, uh, energy storage, energy distribution, and energy con- conversion. So the idea is that uh, we don't have to make significant changes to this system uh, to go from 
like I said before, we can if we need to produce electricity, we can do that. If we need to produce uh, you know heating for a home, we can do that. Uh, or if we need to, you know, specific to this Kickstarter and the, and the pilot project, uh, which I'll discuss in a moment, uh, if we need to uh, sanitize or even desalinate water, um, we can do it with minimal changes to the system and we can scale it out to be as large as we need. And this Kickstarter is uh, specifically in reference to a kind of humanitarian project that we're working on right now. We've partnered uh, with an NGO in the Middle East uh, that works very closely with UNICEF, has been doing water projects uh, in the region for, for a very long time. Um, and we're going to be rolling out a pilot project, a pilot program uh, where we have a, a handful of our systems of various uh, sizes uh, uh, rolled out and implemented, uh, starting in Afghanistan um, to essentially provide uh, clean water uh, to developing communities, uh, specifically we're targeting areas with the, the highest child mortality rates first. Um, we saw this as a, as a really major need, uh, you know, uh, waterborne diseases and lack of access to clean water is one of the, one of the major uh, causes of, of high mortality rates and uh, especially child mortality rates globally. Um, so, you know, our system can handle this stuff in a way that nothing else we've seen on the market uh, has been able to do in terms of cost efficiency and reliability. Um, so we took that opportunity. So talk a little bit about how much water does this sanitize? Uh, how many people can it serve? That those sure. kind of thing. So uh, the water requirements, of course, vary when you go, you know, from region to region and nation to nation. But suffice to say, in a, in a place like Afghanistan, uh, even you know, in in uh, some of the more developed areas, you're looking at around maybe five liters a day requirement um, uh, per person. Uh, or a single panel system, for instance, that, that we design uh, can um, produce anywhere from 600 to uh, even up to 2,000 liters uh, a day, which uh, in a place like Afghanistan and a lot of uh, you know, uh, villages that, that really have no access, that normally getting just water from a well that is contaminated with either viral or biological contaminants, um, that's a, that's going to be a huge. When I say produce, I mean san, it'll sanitize that much in a day. Uh, and the reason that there's that range is because it just depends on you know depends on uh, what kind of access to the sun we're getting. Um, luckily, in a place like Afghanistan and honestly most of the world, uh, our system is going to be getting plenty of sun. So it'll probably be on the higher end. Uh, but you know, minimum we're going to be producing we're going to be uh, cranking out 600. Uh, so we'll easily be able to provide. Um, you know, even even a single panel system will be able to provide for uh, maybe even a small village. So, in how many panels are you looking to uh, implement? So we're we're going to be doing the way uh, the NGO uh, the partnership with the NGO is working uh, is basically I think it's uh, somewhere around 27, 28 systems, um, each of different size. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're, we're going to have a handful of of kind of single panel systems, um, you know, all the way up to 50 panel uh, systems. Uh, for much much larger applications, and the idea is that we're going to roll this out. Uh, we're going to run it for a while, you know, make sure everything is everything is working smoothly, um, and uh, this way they'll be able to showcase it to other NGOs, showcase it to UNICEF. Um, uh, if you've looked at any of our other material, we have talked with the WHO also for potentials in Somalia and basically all over Asia and Africa. Uh, so the NGO is going to continue to market this to other NGOs, essentially. So this it's kind of like almost like a, you know when you go to a, like a model home showcase, 
think of it kind of like that. This pilot program is going to be to kind of showcase the, the, the scale at which our technology can work, okay. as well as helping people. And so the Kickstarter campaign um, is to basically fund the production of the Nexus Correct. system? So the, the way our partnership is, um, we are not obviously profiting off of this uh, project uh, since it is a humanitarian project. Um, the, uh, the, what we've worked out with, the, with our NGO partner is that uh, they will be covering a, a lot of basically all of the implement, implementation costs uh, overseas. You know, we'll be going over there to do some of the uh, training and stuff like that. Um, and you know, some of the, the base costs of the systems uh, but of course, being a startup, um, uh, we don't necessarily have uh, the means of production um, to produce this, and we need to do this in, within within a year. Uh, so the Kickstarter specifically, those funds are going to go directly towards uh, expanding uh, and tooling properly, so that we can produce uh, this large number of systems in a short period of time. So why did you choose a Kickstarter campaign versus uh, more traditional routes of funding? So. Um, First, we are uh, pursuing more traditional routes of, of uh, funding and, and looking for you know venture capital and, and everything like that. Uh, but one of the reasons we wanted to do a crowdfunding campaign is because this is specifically a humanitarian project, uh, and we thought uh, there would be a lot of interest uh, from the general public um, in, in helping be part of this and helping support what we really think is going to be a revolutionary technology for developing communities and, and dealing with the, the water crisis. Okay, so uh, I believe um, the Kickstarter campaign goes through February 4th, is that right? And yeah, if they correct. want to, if people listening want to check that out, they can go to your website, tenkiv.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's T E N K I V.com. And you have links there to, I think, pretty prominently, if I remember, to your Kickstarter campaign, right? Yeah, right on the front page uh, at tenkiv.com, uh, we will have a link to our Kickstarter. Uh, I think we even have the Kickstarter video on the front page. Uh, and then any other information you'd want to get. Um, we have, you know, technical breakdowns, uh, we have an info packet, um, you, you know, you can go to our about page and, and see more about what we're, uh, what we're doing. Um, really anything you want to find, you can find us probably pretty easily on Kickstarter too. Uh, they were nice enough to, uh, label us as one of the projects they love. They cool. put us on the top page of technology for a couple of days. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm sure you guys are really focused on on that right now, the Kickstarter campaign. What's on tap for Tenkov the remainder of the year after after the Kickstarter campaign's over? Sure. So after the Kickstarter campaign's over, uh, like I said, we're we're always we're going to be continuing to pursue more capital so that we can expand uh, operations. And of course, there's other modules for the system that we that we want to be able mm-hmm. to build. And we're kind of taking this one step at a time. Uh, but probably, <laughs> excuse me, probably the largest portion of our time will be taken up. Um, preparing these systems uh, to be shipped overseas and, and, and doing all the stress testing we're going to need to do, preparing uh, our training programs for when we go over there, and we'll, you know, we'll have to train a lot of their staff. Um, so that's going to be a... It's really huge. manufacturing and, and putting everything together, right? Yes. Okay, okay. Um, and I, I would hope, and, and maybe you've thought of this, I'm, you're a marketing guy, so I'm, you'll be capturing and documenting all this stuff as, you, as you're putting it together and going over there and, yeah. and implementing it so we can kind of watch how it unfolds? Yes. Uh, I mean, bear with me. It's just uh, me and, and one other guy that does most of that stuff, but absolutely, um, you know, we try our best to, to essentially carry a camera, even if it's just our phone, uh, everywhere we go. We want to document as much of it as possible, um, including, you know, uh, our, our trip overseas and, 
um, going through the training and seeing the, the first of the systems actually uh, get put into place and, and start producing clean water for people. Well, that'll be fun to watch. Yeah. So um, you're a clean tech company. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty about the impact uh, with the new federal administration on clean energy initiatives. What's your take on that? Are you doing anything differently at TenCube to prepare for these sh shifts in, in clean energy policy nationally? Um, how's that affecting you? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, a source of a source of worry for us, as I'm sure it has been. It, it is for uh, uh, many companies, uh, uh, new or old, uh, that are focused on on renewable technologies. Um, of course, uh, if anything, I would say it's it's just fueling the fire more for us to work harder and work faster. Um, uh, you know, ultimately, we are in this because uh, we believe that climate change is, uh, is is a major task that we need to tackle. Um, and you know, every single one of us is 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 here to tackle that task. And uh, this administration posing a threat um, to our progress on dealing with that issue. Uh, is really just uh, giving us more and more motivation. Of course, you know, we, we have to worry about things like uh, funding sources changing and less federal money going into this kind of stuff, but uh, we feel pretty proud to live in California, uh, where I think, uh, you know, as Jerry Brown just recently uh, laid out, um, we're going to take this issue, I hope, very, very seriously. Yeah, that's for sure. The governor is really taking... Uh stance on, on renewables and clean energy here. Yeah. Um, so talking a little bit about uh, the region here, Sacramento, California, uh, I chatted with Mike Hart uh, a week or so ago. Uh, he's the CEO of Sierra Energy. Um, he believes that Sacramento, the Sacramento region, is the green tech hub of the nation. What are your thoughts on that? I, I definitely think we're well on our way uh, to becoming the green tech hub if we're not already. Um, you know, I've especially noticed over the years uh, kind of an influx of, of uh, renewable companies and renewable startups um, and just the use of renewables uh, increasing in the area, especially as you know places like Silicon Valley got so expensive that uh, I think a lot of these startups uh, uh, that are working on these kind of technologies uh, have, have moved here to Sacramento. Um, and I think uh, the most important thing is that um, th this city keeps providing an incentive so that we can, uh, we can build on that and uh, continue to see these uh, companies and technologies come out of here. Cool. Um, so what do you think Sacramento has that's unique to offer clean tech startups here that might differentiate it from, uh, you mentioned Silicon Valley, it's cheaper here. Um, anything else? Uh, well, of course, uh, there's that. Uh, just the, the cost of operating here uh, is, is going to be obviously uh, a, little bit, a little bit easier. Um, from what I've seen, uh, I think we're definitely making a push. Uh, you know, we're here at Impact Ventures uh, and speaking with Zach Startup, and you know, we have all these organizations, uh, you know, uh, Clean Start, that are definitely you know uh, very important to this community. Have helped us a lot and are helping you know a lot of other um, clean tech companies like this. Uh, so I think we need to continue supporting uh, those companies and encouraging them to come here. Um, you know, also we've got a lot of sun. Which is, <laughs> if you're a solar company, it's a, it's a good place to be uh, testing a lot of your products. Uh, and I think we have a very progressive culture in general, um, and uh, that's definitely going to lend itself towards uh, attracting uh, this kind of stuff to Sacramento. 
So any advice for people who may want to get into the clean tech industry here who may not be in it yet, uh, some aspiring engineer, some, some student at Sac State that has an idea, what, what's your advice uh, on that? Um, I think uh, first and foremost, I think survey the landscape, see what kind of companies are out there. Uh, I, I think that it's probably true that a, a lot of uh, even Sacramento natives uh, don't realize that there's actually you know, a, a, a lot of innovative companies here. Uh, be it startups or companies that have been around for a long time, um, that are working on on this on this stuff, um, and uh, you know if you have an innovative idea uh, that nobody else is working on, uh, get connected with uh, uh, local accelerators and, and incubators and you know places like Urban Hive and Hacker Lab, uh, find like-minded individuals and start developing you know your product whatever that may be, um, and uh, be, you know it's going to be it's always a tough road, uh, but um, just gotta you just gotta persevere especially because we need more people working on this stuff mm -hmm. so you just alluded a little bit to uh, some of the community here in Sacramento mm -hmm. um, what can the community do here in Sacramento to help support Tenkiv in your mission sure so um, first the community is already doing you know uh, a lot to help uh, spread kind of uh, uh, awareness and, and help put us on the map in terms of um, getting more recognition uh, I think uh, I think working uh, more and more with uh, a lot of uh, you know venture capital and investment groups in the Bay Area uh, and attracting them. Uh, I think a lot of them probably don't realize that there's a lot going on in Sacramento as well. Um, so attracting them here to our city uh, so that they're more accessible to companies like us and, and other companies that are working on renewable technologies uh, would be a great help. Um, you know, helping us navigate. Uh, one of the other advantages that uh, I missed is that being in Sacramento, you're in the capital. Um, uh, so if you're trying to get anything like government contracts and grants and, and, and try and uh, work your way through some of those bureaucracies, uh, this is definitely the place to be. Uh, and I think uh, helping uh, companies like us uh, sort of build some of those relationships uh, with government uh, and with state officials is going to be really, really helpful. Cool. Um so we talked a little bit about what advice you might have for people wanting to get into clean tech. Any general words of advice or inspiration for just general uh, entrepreneurs out there um, who have an idea and want to get into entrepreneurship? I, uh, entrepreneurship or clean tech specifically? Uh, let's just say general entrepreneurship. General, general. entrepreneurship. Um, uh, I guess it's probably kind of cliche to say, but I really think it, it's, uh, it's an important thing to remember. Um, anytime you're getting into entrepreneurship, uh, I think uh, a lot of people idolize, you know, people like Elon Musk and stuff like that. When we look at these people and we say, wow, they're so good. Uh, it's such a one-off. But uh, I think all we see normally is, their, is just the, the final successes that they have. Um, what we don't realize is that they, they went, you know, went through uh, a thousand uh, either, either failures or difficulties. I don't call them failures, just kind of the learning process uh, before they got to that one big success. Uh, so basically just don't be discouraged. Uh, by the by, the hard stuff you just got to power through. Awesome, good advice. So, last question: any uh, anything else you'd like to share? Any last thoughts? Um, no, other than uh, you know, please if you can, uh, uh, check out our website tenkiv.com. Um, uh, like us on you know Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're we're pretty active on social media, especially Twitter. I'm constantly tweeting away. Um, so uh, anything you can do is a huge help. If you can share our Kickstarter. Uh, between now and the fourth, uh, that's hugely helpful, and um, yeah, keep promoting, uh, you know, uh, renewable energies and, and helping us deal with climate change. All right.
we'll try to get the word out and help you guys out. Thanks, Arya, for your time, and best of luck with Tenka. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. All right.